Welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all things Club America and English. Oh, what a strike, Club America! Your hosts for today are Ivan Pineda, Cristian Rosendo, Alexis Juarez, and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Now let's hit the field and start the show. Gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking all things Club America in English, bringing you guys ready one step closer to the game against Rayados. And then, of course, we'll give you guys all the latest news in regards to the club. And joining me today to help me do all of that, it is none other than our own beloved cowboy. It is everyone's favorite podcaster here on the podcast, Dylan Jimenez. Dylan, how are you, my friend? Doing good, man. Doing good. It's a Thursday. It's uh, my Sunday, quote unquote, technically. So, I mean, I just just here chilling until I got to work tomorrow. All right. Nice. Chilling, doing doing cowboy things, I would assume. Yes. All right. Yeehaw. All right. And uh, that yeehaw in the background is none other than our very own beloved Mr. Chris. How are you? Good, bro. It's It's funny. We were just talking. What was it? Tuesday? about yeah. the weather and now it's hot <laughs> it's just, it's like a couple of days of like oh it's cold bro like i'm waiting for the heat and then it's, now it's hot <laughs> oh, you sound like a true californian there exactly and now we're going to be talking about the heat until december and then january comes and it's gonna be cold again <laughs> <laughs> there's no in between either it's super cold or it's super hot it's it's but it's the perfect weather regardless can't can't beat the lovely weather here in california isn't that right dylan Totally, totally, dude. I've only been to the beach, so. He caught him mid-drink. He's like, I don't know how to know for real. All right, well, uh, let's carry on, carry along, ladies and gentlemen, here. Um, so, uh, America versus Monterrey is what we're going to be talking about here. Gentlemen, uh, three big points at hand um, and a chance to kind of lower the pecking order for Monterrey. Not to say that we're going to catch up to them by any means necessary. But, Dylan, a huge, huge game in regards to this one. Uh, especially with the two points dropped against Leon, how do you how do you feel coming into this? Um, I feel okay. Um, you know, like you said, this is very big three points because obviously we're sitting fourth right now with twenty four, if I'm not mistaken, with twenty four points. And uh, so obviously this game is going to be very crucial, especially now that we're winding down to where where we're going to finish um, in the season. If we're going to be in the repechaje or we're going to advance and you know kind of get that kind of get that buy that rest and go to the Ligia. Um, but this is very big points. I, I feel okay. Um, I won't necessarily say I, I feel like confident, confident, but I'm I'm not necessarily like down bad either because after the second half, the way it went against Leon, regardless, you know, of conceding uh, that late goal to for them to for them for the game to end in a draw, um, I feel okay because you know that second half was a little bit different from the first. Um, but going into this, you know, I'm I'm pretty excited for it. All right, I like it. Words of optimism there from our very own beloved cowboy, Chris. How are you feeling coming into this matchup? Uh, I am. I'm looking at it as a, like a final. I think, like you said, it's not like we're gonna catch up to them. It's more of a okay. We need to win these last games so we can maintain in the top four. I thought we were second. I just look at when once you said fourth, I was like, wait, what? But yeah. now that you said it, we're fourth, like that brings a lot of pressure to this game, like. We have to be. We we have to come out with a point, and it has to be at least you know for like for us to be comfortable. We have to get those three points. 
I think it's a tough game, and like I said, it feels like it's a final. I think you can't look at it like any other way. This has got got to be kill or be killed, you know. And I think the team has to look at it like that. And I would like us to 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 approach the game just like that. All right, gentlemen, let me take you guys back a couple of weeks now that you mentioned it's a game to kill or be killed. If we were having this discussion, what was it, almost four games ago, which is about a month time when we thought it was time to press the panic button, but we said Monterrey was kind of your last game within these crucial four fixtures. Chris, I, I, would you say that we are back then, would you would have said that this game was an automatic loss for that America side? Yes, and I think uh, some people would still say that. I wouldn't, but I think it, it would be a, a discussion that we would have with other fans just because of history and whatnot and stylistically and how much they've invested in there. And a lot of things. I think a lot of people may already have this as a lot. Personally, I think this is as big of a test as Pachuca was because yeah. leading up to that Pachuca game, we we said we said the same same thing. This is a test to see if we could we could go into the final, and I think that's exactly what Rayo. This is a big test, and we have to uh, win it. Like even if we're we're not favored in this game, we have to win. Yeah, which is which is funny because Ivan says if you go back like four games or well, four games ago was the Pachuca game, which yeah. obviously was a uh, not a very fun time for us. But again, if you look at it, it's the only loss, if I'm not mistaken, of the season so far. Um, so we could easily come into this game, you know, looking back at that Pachuca game and realizing like, okay, like if you take the mentality that Chris is saying, then like you can easily, not necessarily easily, um, backtrack that word a little bit, but you can come out and you can play to the level that, that, you know, Pachuca played or Monterrey played and, you know, you can, uh, you can come out with on top of the victory, regardless if you're the underdog or not. I think a lot of moving pieces have changed, right? In in regards to that loss against Pachuca up to the point now against Monterrey, which I think Dylan makes it so that we're a little bit more optimistic, right? If I was to ask you after that Pachuca game, how would you feel about coming against Monterrey knowing that they were the league leaders? You probably wouldn't be as so hype as you are to this day, right? Yeah, yeah, which, which you know, I think it changes uh, for me a little bit too because you, you saw us get punched in the mouth against Pachuca. And then you come out, you know, I mean, regardless of what the team looked like, you come out and you, you take it to Thetis and you win 2 nothing. And, you know, obviously then you, you had the classical and you win big in the classical. And, yeah, I mean, you know, it sucks, you know, that you draw at the end and like it's Leon. But, you know, there's, there's a lot of change. A, a little bit has changed since then. And so I'm just looking towards the optimism, like you said, to where coming into this game, regardless of them being league leaders and, you know, having this great run of form right now, I don't think they've lost the game at all this season. Um, you know, I I feel pretty optimistic in a sense. Okay, I I think a lot of Americanistas share that optimism as well. If I'm not mistaken, Chris, even though you do say that there's one or two that may be still putting Monterrey above us in the pecking order, which I mean, quite understandably, right? The record shows for for them not just the season, but their numbers against us. Obviously, I've I've always painted better. Yeah, and I was looking at the the table right now because when you said we're fourth. They only have one loss, and the funny thing is, is that we do too. The difference is, we have a bunch of ties, and they don't, you know. So yeah. maybe from that perspective, you might see this this game be a lot more tighter than a lot of people would expect. I do, I do see because we're playing at home, right? If I'm not mistaken, it's at home. Correct. Yeah, it's at this mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. stuff like that gives us the advantage because, like the Leon game, right? Leon 
the first half it was it was ugly but the fact that we play at home you see this team grow so maybe it could be one of those things where yeah we see a little bit of that ugly side but to being at home we see the offense grow and and i think it's it's it could end up be one of those games uh, agreed agreed i think it could be it could paint for interesting things now, before we dive into the full preview, let's give a little bit of a club update in regards to what's going on around America, um, just to kind of get the, the people kind of caught up ahead before uh, before the game against Monterrey. As far as injuries go, Roger Martinez is still out. He didn't present himself today in training, neither did Jurgen Dam or Pedro Aquino. Uh, two of those players will doubt because of injury. We know that Roger Martinez is one of them, and now apparently Pedro Aquino is one. Apparently, he went down with Henry illness. Martin too. And Henry Martin is injured. He's just he, well. I don't know if he's injured, but he's uh, training separate from the club. From oh the God, team. there goes he my optimism. Have, he he. <laughs> there goes all Dylan's hope for Saturday. Oh, <laughs> um, <There> goes Vinas. <laughs> oh God, no. Um, but we'll see. I I think he Henry might be fine. And I only say that is because um, I saw him gear up and maybe I don't know. I, Pretty sure he played yesterday against the um the inaugural uh blind team that America uh introduced yesterday, which I think was amazing. Uh what what they did there, making a step forward in, in, in sports. But I saw him suit up and he was he was there. So I don't know if he was just there for the, you know, promotion of it, like for the pictures and everything. Um, but I do think everyone who suited up ended up being on the field as well. So I think maybe it's just something precautionary. I do expect him to be 100% ready. For he has tomorrow. played a lot with the national yeah. team and with us. So it could just be like, hey, don't overdo it because, you know? Yeah. I mean, who I would assume he's the one, the player that has played the most minutes, right? Who, who would you guys think is like top three? Hidalgo. It has to be Henry. Fidalgo. Fidalgo and Chava Reyes? Alter no. Cincuentes at all this season. And maybe Diego Valdez. I'm you know see. what? I'm gonna look that I'm gonna I'm gonna look that right now. So while Dylan gets us all that stats, I, I undoubtedly it has to be Henry. I don't think we've started a forward other than him. So Henry for sure has I think played all the minutes. And then this is like considering national team too. So it's like yeah, I, I would say, yeah, I would say it's a him. lot. Uh, we got Carlos Diaz in the chat. He says, I love all of the new Chris picks. <laughs> <laughs> I try to make it a theme, you know, every every uh team that we play, like try to put a obviously, this is a Samudio one telling about uh that penalty that wasn't a penalty to make things clear, you know. Yeah, so every 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 week when we do this, I try to make it a theme. Obviously, last week was uh. No, my my explicit language is is was reserved for that Monday episode and that Monday episode only. Although, did you guys see the um the some guy story? made like a t shirt? Yeah, I seen that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Um. But other than that, as far as injuries go, that's that's kind of it. Everyone else should be fully fit and ready to go. Um, obviously, though, no Tano Ortiz due to his two-band suspension. What do you guys think? Was two games a bit too harsh, or was it well-deserved? Too harsh, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's a little harsh, yeah. So I'll just throw I, I, one. I think one would have been enough. Because he's also getting fined, you know? 
Yeah. No, yeah, I, I, I agree. It's a little bit heavy. But hey, the league's going to try to do what they can to always set an example, especially when America's involved, right? So. And then the, the, you see the ref? You got a whole season? Yeah. But then like 12 games, really? But it's the well, 12 games, season. but that's the rule. Yeah. That's, that's the rest almost of the... the whole season. That's the rest of this oh, yeah, season plus half of the At other least one. half, yeah. That's so, crazy. That is 100% crazy. And then um, I'm pretty sure we know who's refing on on Saturday already. Right? Uh, I would assume they already said, but I'm going to be honest. I don't even know these guys' names. I don't even know them by their face. So the moment they announce it, I'm just like, oh, okay. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I see him, <laughs> in the game, see him in the game, and I'm just like, oh, man, it's that guy. It's the bald guy. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, any more news and updates, rumors that you guys have heard over the past couple of days before we jump into the rest of this Rayados game? We already uh, talked about the Matias Rojas, but they came out again today. So I don't know if you want to get Dylan's comments on that or. Yeah, I mean, Dylan, uh, Matias Rojas obviously coming out uh, that he wants to leave the club, um, although the, the Racing wants to keep him. America seems to be very interested in him. He seems to be a very promising player, Paraguayan. We know our connections to those type of players beforehand. He seems to be an interesting player. I mean, your thoughts? I have no thoughts. Just, he's that midfielder, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just back to AJ's point. Why are we bringing all these midfielders? Yeah. <laughs> he's just going to take up space at this point. <laughs> Yeah. We got so many other needs, and we want another midfielder. So yeah, although I mean, which how is old crazy. is he? He's twenty seven, so it's another. Ooh, like, I don't know. That's, he's considered that's, the best player in the Argentinian. So I think it only works if you get rid of Diego Valdez because they well, play in the again, same position. But then again, look at our wingers. Like we have all these. He likes to play more in the middle, though. I know, but like depth, you know, like. Who, just get if, him. Just get if, him uh, and get Valdez him gets man. injured, who you put right there? That, like, that's my thing, and I understand. I completely agree with you guys. Like, why? You know, but put I think if, if you look at the way they're building this team, <laughs> it's just that they want to have the like two starters in every position. Which I mean, it's 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 not bad of an of an idea, but it's just you you got to patch up the defense, and I think we've mentioned that before too. It's just it's leaking goals, so. Get that all sorted out first, and and then we'll go from there. But that seems to be the only transfer rumor going in and about America, which seems a little rare. Usually, you hear a little bit more names. It's too early. But then it might be the fact that it's a little too early, too. But, again, a lot of moving pieces. I know there was some talk about Tano Ortiz is gone if he doesn't win the league this season. I know more rumors of that started popping up. But, again, it's too early to tell. There's also a uh, Henry Martin rumors to Saudi Arabia and Brazil. I don't know who's touched on that, but I guess they want to extend this contract instead, which is the smart thing to do. And hopefully someone from Europe tries to sign him or better yet, keep him in the club while he's still hot, you know? I think that's going to be the, 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 the goal for this America side, to keep Henry. Yeah. But hey, Henry could go to, you know, Brighton, Hovalvian. I, think, I can see him scoring a couple goals there. I mean, yeah, scoring Chelsea against needs, United, United and Chelsea. Yeah, there you go. Chelsea needs a striker, <laughs> so 
You guys aren't desperate need of one too. Chelsea would ruin. Chelsea would ruin him. Would they, or would it, or would it become the best attacking Concacaf partnership that we have ever seen? With Christian oh. Pulisic on one nah, side, nah, you and Henry Martin on the other. We gotta get rid of Pulisic. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get rid of him, bro. I'm sorry. I know some of the our listeners might not like that. They're U.S. fans, but as a Chelsea fan, we're all U.S. fans after Sendejas converted. Oh, that's true. I'm not. A lot of people get mad at that. <laughs> uh, did you guys see that he was the um he was the speaker today at the. Uh, at the uh, press conference, yeah, and he spoke about the 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 fact about why he switched over and everything, and he said that he enjoyed his time at the uh, with the U.S. men's national team, and he really you know feels at home in that sense. So I thought that was interesting that he came out and said those things. I mean, they try to lock him up pretty nasty, just giving him papers while he's getting on the bus, and just horrible recruitment from national team, but. We're not here to cover that. Because <laughs> yeah, if we did, a lot of people would get mad at that too. <laughs> that's a it's different club podcast. Over, it's club over country. Always club over country. Um, Crew says, it has been so awesome seeing Henry get back into form from a long period of being our raquetas. Now he is patas the sniper. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a very good analogy. I love, uh, who's the guy that does those uh, those videos for like Twitter the, the, with the Dragon Ball Z kind of theme music? Yeah, I, I, know, I think it's like Jay Zilla or something like that, right? So Victor Zilla or something Victor like Zilla. that, right? Yeah, yeah, shout yeah. out to you, my man. He follows me on Twitter. Um, shout out to him. He puts in such work doing those little kind of recaps and i love it i love it yeah look 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 <laughs> victor zilla, zilla. Shout out, shout out, yeah shout out to victor he is hilarious and i love it whenever henry scores a goal because he, he'll bring something up like uh, like patas de raquetas or like patas de sniper like it just it cracks me up every time i watch it so um shout out to him he, he absolutely blew up doing those things and you know rightfully so he, he put in a lot of work and deserves the merit of it as well um, but okay, gentlemen, let's jump into the actual topic of discussion today. America versus Rayados. This Saturday at the Estadio Azteca, 6 p.m. Pacific time, uh, 8 central, 9 eastern. And for those of you that are so happen to be in Mexico City, it's going to be at 7 p.m. So I know, weird times, but uh, it is what it is with them not do, observing daylight savings and us here. Obviously, we do. But uh, this is, like we mentioned, a huge game. Uh, I wouldn't say a six-pointer because we're not really in that contender. But we need to scale the table. And I think anything uh, that isn't a top three finish for America could be looked down upon. I think with the way that things have been going for America, it, it has to be at least a top three performance. So, I mean, it's important. It's important not to drop any points. And Carlos put in perspective, right? It's going to be the best defense against the best offense. Which feels like it. we've been saying that for the past three weeks, right? That we're facing yeah. the best defense. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's because, you know, other teams know how to defend. And America just happened to throw <laughs> away that those pages out of the, out of the, out of the tactic book. But all right, let's uh, talking about tactics. How, how how does how does Atano Ortiz or at least his you know uh, staff approach this game, Dylan? We don't have the uh, the amazing Galindo uh, in the Piojo Herrera days to lead us to victory like he always used to do when Piojo got red cards. 
now it's going to be up to Tano Ortiz's, um, uh, who is his uh, auxiliar? It's Juan Pablo Rodriguez, no? El Chato. Mm, El Chato he's Rodriguez? One of them. He's one of them. I know he's, he's one of them, but I think it's the other one, the one that I meant, meant um, sent to you guys. I'll find it. But Dylan, how, how does how does Ortiz's uh, um, team kind of prepare for this game for against Monterrey? Um, I think this is going to be the game where you have to go out and you have to uh, punch out arrows in the mouth. I mean, I mean, I mean, am I wrong? I mean, you, I think especially with the since you're in the Azteca, you're the home team. I feel like you have to dictate the game. You have to be in control of the game this whole time. Um, especially if, if you want to stay at home, defend home turf, and walk away with three points like we want. Um, especially with the way the table is looking. I mean, I think it's three points or nothing at this point. Like, yeah, I mean, this might not be necessarily the popular opinion, but, like, I think a draw is kind of okay in a sense. Not really happy with that either, though. But, I mean, you you want to go out with three points, and I think you just kind of have to come out, like I said, and, and punch them in the mouth. I mean, I mean, if especially if Henry starts, like, you know, a, a lot of this is going to have to, in a way, fall on, Henry is going to fall on Valdez. It's going to fall on Pablo Cabecita. And, you know, it's just, you know, if, if you want to step up to the plate and show this, show the league that you can compete with, uh, with Rayados and especially after the Pachuca game, then this is the time that you got to come out and, you know, just not be vanilla in the attack and just go with it. Perfectly well put right there, Dylan. Can't be, can't be anything like that. You got to go and, start the game off strong. The way we know this America side can, right? The way that we brought it against Tigres, the way that we brought it against Chivas, this has to be kind of the ammo for America, right? An early goal is crucial in order to kind of get get the team going, right? If if you get a goal in, you, you see this America side, usually try to find that second. And, you know, it's a funny stab, but America loves themselves a goal in the first half. I know we didn't get that against Leon, but typically this team has a tendency to score within the first 45 minutes. So crucial, crucial, crucial. And on the other side, Chris, I think it's also very important not to concede a goal. I, if going into the halftime, at least with a clean sheet, I think it's going to be very, very pivotal. It's hard to say that we'll get a clean sheet in this type of game. We look at it from a paper standpoint, right? We look at the names and we know our weaknesses. So for me, like you're talking about, uh, scoring first right being the first one to punch them in the mouth i agree with that because i think we can't get rattled in this type of game i think we have to rattle them make them have to risk more going forward so we could go and score more you know what i mean i think uh i don't know how this team is going to look with dano not there but if it's the same type of like oh well once the 70th minute comes we start uh making these subs kind of start defending it's ideal that we have at least two goals already ahead because I don't know if if we were one uh, one zero right. I don't know if 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 we're able to keep them off of, from scoring with thirty minutes left, right? I think we have. This is a game that has to be high scoring for America. We need to get Cabecita going. We need to get Valdez going. We gotta get Sandejas going. We gotta get Henry going because I don't. I don't. I don't know if 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 they. They're the ones to uh, score first and attack, like have the better game. I don't know if this if this game ends up being another Pachuca game. Another, it's I know we blamed a lot the keeper for that Pachuca game, 
But also from a defensive standpoint, like we can't make this ugly at all. No, not at all. By any means necessary. Uh, Crew Epicness saying, I am so scared for the game, LMAO. We have never had good luck with Rayals. I feel like we've lost every game with them for a few seasons now. And I think that's the general perspective that all of us have, right? We don't have a good memory against Monterrey. And America has an opportunity to start rewriting history in coming up this Saturday at the Estadio Azteca. A lot of things on the line here, but most of all, for America's sake, is an opportunity to test themselves against a title contender team that could potentially be someone that we face in the Liguilla, Dylan. So, I mean, knowing that, and then piggybacking off of what Chris mentioned, you know, is, is, is this all painting for another epic, you know, three, four goal classic game? Yeah, I, I, I think so, especially um, with the, the way we've been so critical of the defense, which obviously we kind of touched on, too, especially talking about um, some transfer rumors and stuff, uh, wanting to patch that up. Um, but this game's going to be uh, very, very critical. And also, I think it's going to, I think uh, if, you're gonna, if you're a better, I think I'd bet the over on the, on the two and a half or three and a half, probably. And so... Um, yeah, it's, it's just it's just one of those things too. Where like obviously, like you said, Ivan, you you want you want this side to get the early goal, but I think if this side does, I wouldn't be surprised to where if Monterey just just starts to get ready to throw in the kitchen sink a little bit, just to be like, okay, well, we need to get one back now. And then all of a sudden, you know, if they do get one, then America's got to be in turn and be like, okay, now we got to get get the lead back. And so I think it's just going to be kind of one of those back and forth things, and you know, we're just going to see. Um, goals galore, probably. No, I agree. I, I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of op, uh, optimism that this um, this game could potentially be a high scoring one. And I know for neutral's perspective, I think they're looking at this game as, oh, okay, this could definitely be kind of the game of the jornada. So mm-hmm. we'll have to wait and see. I don't think it's gonna be like a three three all like we saw the Clásico Tapatio, you know. But it 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 has, I think, all the right components for this yeah. game to lead up to something big and who's to say maybe we're talking about this in america ends up you know wiping the floor with monterrey and we're talking about a 4-0 victory at the estadio Azteca. you know like that's america has that in them right it's 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 not i, I think you mentioned it chris we can score goals on anyone we can score up to two three goals against anyone it's like there are ugly moments of scoring. the game too it's not just like we're building it up it could be like the ugliest two, three goals that we score in one game. And we sit here kind of complain, like, it should have been seven goals. I know I even like making those comments after the game. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, but it is also that, that feeling that sometimes you look at these yeah. games and it's like, we shouldn't be struggling. We shouldn't be making this ugly. And yet we win a good 2-0 or 3-0 or, you know, we score all these goals. And it's like, okay, like in this game too, like Monterrey could also be one of those teams that are overconfident, right? They'll say, we're first place. We're going to go make a statement with beating them up. Well, you don't want to get too comfortable with our attack because we've seen, like, Henry comes out dribbling from the midfield and passes it to Sendeja. Sendeja goes, makes a play, and then here comes Henry scoring. You know, we've seen that just with against Leon. You see that a lot. You see, uh, you see uh, Cabecita get wide open, no one around him. He just curves it in, and it goes in. You see Valdez have these spectacular games that, Nobody expects out of nowhere, and he's let's 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 say it too. This is probably Valdez's best season so far. You know, like there's some uh, 
other seasons, he was kind of like, he goes, goes completely. Like, you don't see that now. You see it kind of consistent now that he's there. And hopefully going into Ligia, he's still the same player. But, like, they can't get confident against us either. This is a team that that even if you, you see our weakness and you push, you, you push us back, like, one bad step and here comes our goal. And so it's going to be a very interesting matchup, you know, how they how they present themselves and how we present ourselves. Because they could, like you said, three, we might not expect a 3-3, but it's possible too. You know, it's if you look at how these teams are moving. I mean, goal scorer is what we're painting over here and watch it be a 1-0 to someone. I know, right? 0-0. <laughs> 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 All right, let's talk possible lineups here because I think it's, it's kind of crucial going forward, kind of having an idea of who's going to be playing in what position. Oscar and goal. Uh no, I don't. No, let's let's you. hope not. Uh, this I'll is not a game for us. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm not even gonna watch this anymore. <laughs> and then you turn it back on. It's like Oscar has scored a hat trick to give him any other the victory three to two. <laughs> oh man. But uh, okay, so obviously Malagón and goal, and let's talk about that just for a brief second. He has had no easy games whatsoever oh. since coming into the America starting eleven. Right away at Tigres, that's always a difficult match. I think he did phenomenal. I think that might be his best game in an American jersey. Goes up against Chivas in a Clásico away at the Akron. Again, not an easy task. I thought he did a good job. And then against a very good Leon side uh, the following week. Well, after the international break. But, you know, the following game after that. And he didn't look his best. But, again, it's not, you know, easy to do it when your defense isn't really helping you out as much as it should be. And now going up against Monterrey, the league leader. So it's like Malagón has had no break whatsoever. Although Dylan, I think this is a good thing. Yeah, no, I think so because, uh, man, you, you've gotten tested this much. I mean, um, obviously, you know, uh, uh, the Tigres game, you know, like you said, best game for him so far in the America jersey. Um, it just sucks that, you know, in that Chivas game, you know, it, on, on, this, on this piece of paper, you know, you're going to see that they scored two and you might not think, you probably think, oh, like, Malagón gave up two goals when in reality, you know, a lot of decided to just net it for Chivas themselves. So yeah. <laughs> um, I wish it, I wish it stayed four one. And then um, obviously, you know, I think, I think the, the, I mean, some of the struggles were showing against Leon, but you know, I, I think he, I think he knows now, like, you know, what's expected, you know, and especially now he's going to be looking at Monterrey and just like, okay, like, you know, I know it's coming. Um, and so I think he's going to be just focused and he's lazy in on, on, you know, protecting the net as best he can. And and Chris, I I know we you've been a very advocate, uh, you know, supporter of Malagón and an opportunity to cement his place in a potential uh, Mexican national team call up here with a good game against uh, Monterrey. I know the rumors have been there. Yeah, I was about to bring that up. You know, we have, we didn't really talk about him being rumored for the U.S. team. He's not gonna, for the U.S. game. He's not going to play, but still, it shows that. He has been growing. A lot of people are going to say, oh, all of a sudden, because he plays for America. The brother's are solid, bro. He's solid. Like, you look at every Mexican keeper, and people get mad. We see, see the debate. Oh, Ochoa is only there because there's no one better than Ochoa right in, in second place, there's really, you could argue for so many guys that you don't want to argue for because of age, because of this, because of that. But there's no clear second. And I think Malagón... While he's not like, we're not going to sit here and argue, oh, he's one of the best keepers in, in the league. I'm not going to argue that. But I will say this, for the situation he ended up 
like coming in, he he deserves every praise right now. Because one thing I said about Oscar Jimenez, and then when we when I was asking for Malagón to start, is don't be the reason why we get scored. And right now, like, can you name one goal that you could, or like any goal that you could sit here and say is because of him? No, I don't. I don't think you can. I think our defense has done what they're known to do while they were with Ochoa, and even in some aspects with Jimenez, you know. But, but I think Malagón deserves every praise right now, and I think he's only going to get better. And I think it's now Baños' turn to sit here and say, "Look, I have a, I have a young goalkeeper." My idea has always been to send players to Europe, whether we agree with it or not. We have a young keeper that we could do that with. Now let, let me let make now let me make him look like a billion dollars, you know? So I'm excited for Malagón. I think he deserves the call up. I think he deserves being the starter. And for me, I want to run with run it with him run it with him for next season too. And I know that's a conversation we're gonna have because we're gonna be rumored with a lot of extranjero goalkeepers starting with Marchesin. But me personally, I want to run it back with them next season. I like it. I like it because I think I'm inclined to do the same thing. I don't think we should be wasting an international, like, foreigner spot on a goalkeeper when you have the likes of Malagón. Now, the only goal I will kind of maybe give 50-50 responsibility to is the header against León. I think he gets a hand to it. He should be doing a little bit of a better job there. But 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 <clears throat> overall, you can't say here, like, like he managed, we, we blamed a lot of these goals because he's like those type of goals, but it happened way too too much, you know? Yeah. No, no, of course, of course. Um, but, I mean, that's that's kind of the goalkeeper situation here. I mean, Dylan, what, what is Malagón going to have to do to convince you? Because I know you're, you're, you're one glued to the goalkeeper position as well. What does he have to do in order to kind of be like, okay, he, he won me over? Um, I mean, he, he's doing it right now for me. I mean, like, he's, like Chris said, you know, there's – Nothing to point out, really, that you can be like, oh, like this, this goal was his fault, like we could with Oscar, probably. Um, but I, I just, I just think if he can ride this, this form, you know, even build it up and be better and, and be consistent in between the sticks, then I mean, why not? I mean, why not go for it? I mean, um, we're, lo- we're looking at this though, and like I've kind of mentioned before, like, you know, it's a small sample size with him. It's what four games with him so far, uh, three games. Um, so it's a small sample size, but it's a, it's a good start. It's a good start for his run and form. And in America, Jersey. So, I mean, if he can just keep it up to form and even build on it somehow, some way, then like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm down to running back with him. Agreed. Agreed in that sense. Well, we'll see what, what happens, but uh, you know, four pretty big games for him. And if he's able to even get a chance at a clean sheet, I'm he absolutely gets it. I think that's a big plus on his resume. All right, let's go through the rest of this uh, starting 11, which I mean, I think it's going to be the same thing that we pretty much, Played against Leon with, um, so you're gonna have Emilio Lara right back, Chava Reyes on the left in the center back partnership is gonna be Israel Reyes and Cáceres because I just don't see any other better partnership in that, especially after the Nestor Arajo mistake. In the midfield, you're gonna have Richard Sanchez and uh, Alvaro Fidalgo, which I think is gonna be crucial as to how the America uh, team moves forward. Diego Valdez in that central attacking mid role, and on the left hand side. Uh, you probably will see Cabecitas, although I think Brian Rodriguez did enough to kind of put his hand up and say, look, take me into consideration. And of course, Sendejas on the right. No one's taking that position after the terrible game that Leo Suarez had against Leon. And then, of course, up top, Henry Martin, your league leader, goal scorer with 12 goals, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, 12 goals. 12 goals. Let's First make time since Chucho Benitez. So. Yeah, it's huge. Huge yeah. for him. Absolutely huge for him. 
Um, but that's the lineup that I'm most likely confident that Tan Ortiz will go with. Do uh, you guys make any changes to that? No. I mean, I think putting Cabecita just makes sense because we're going to need goals. I don't think Brian Rodriguez brings that. I think second half with fresh legs, Brian Rodriguez is perfect because I do think you need someone that's able to break into the defense, which I think he's way better than Cabecita. I agree. I agree. Dylan? No, I'm, I'm all for it. All right. Well, that is our best starting level. Let's, let's face it, right? I mean, maybe one or two players could be plucked out and put in a different player. But for the most part, that is going to be what you see against Rayados. And I think it's crucial that that midfield wakes up and starts playing the games that we know that they can, right? You mentioned that, Chris. Diego Valdez, when he's on one, he's on one. He's amazing. Absolutely amazing. He's been on fire this season, and we need him to continue that good run of form. He needs to be willing to kind of get himself in these opportunities to score goals, which he did, again, against Leon. And two of them were called offside, the goals that he scored. But he got himself in promising positions, and when he started moving the ball around, you saw things happen for America. Alvaro Fidalgo is another player that I think needs to kind of step it up. He's been a little quiet these past couple of games, especially the Leon game. I get it that they pressed him, and this is a game tactic that I feel Monterrey might do as well. So he needs to find a way to kind of contradict that and step up and be the playmaker that we know he can be. Because let's face it, Dylan, when Fidalgo is, you know, on fire, this America side just looks unstoppable. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely agree. I don't think Brian would uh, appreciate that that, uh, that comment, though. <laughs> that, I think that's what he means by that. We uh, we pamper him too much. Yes, yes. But, I mean, besides the midfield, what what else needs to be key for, you, for America, Chris? We're talking about Malagón. He has to be also. Their attack is nice, too, individually. I don't know how they look from, a, from stats, right? But. They're a very nice team overall, and I think Malagón has to be everywhere. Don't yeah, I mean, they're coming off of four-nil victory. Morty turns it up against us. And a lot of the times, like, it's tough. I mean, you can't really blame goalkeeper, but it's that whole uh, not coming out stuff. You know, like Chilena, for example. I'm not going to blame the goalkeeper, but I think if Malagón does, because he does come out more, I think that's where where Funes uh, Morty might be a little like shock, you know, a little stunned. And I think, like I said, mar- like our marking has been ugly. And I don't, I don't want to see Funes Mori like just be alone and does a Chilena on, on our, our honors, you know? So I think Malagón has to be like aware of everything. Everybody just yell at Emilio Lara, smack him if you have to. <laughs> but like, yeah, that's our himself. biggest, that, that is our weakest link right now. That, yeah. that right back position is arguably where every team should probably try to go and attack us. Yeah, and from the air, not even from, like, the mm-hmm. ground. Because I think Emilio Lara, like, you could see the special traits that he has. You know, a lot of people might in here have said that I'm a, I'm a Emilio Lara hater. No, I think he's a special kid. But there's fundamentals that you need to, like, have it no matter what. It doesn't matter how, like, you know how they say, like, it doesn't matter how special talent you are. If you don't work hard, the talent goes away. It doesn't matter, right? Same thing here. Like he, he's like you watch him play. Like he runs so fast. I don't know if you guys ever noticed. Like he'll be up top with Sendejas, and you see him just run and catch up to the 
to the to the winger, and I, I like for me that's a special talent. But you need to fix your, you need to focus on your fundamentals, and you'll you'll get there. You'll be a special player. Like you'll be in the national team, and you'll be in Europe, and you'll be this big star if you just focus and work hard. So far, it doesn't really look like he's been working on that. But I hope, like you know, he gets better because he's still a very young player. Yes, and then like you mentioned, he has that fundamental. He has that foundation. Right and and that talent to kind of build him to go be that better player, but like you mentioned, it's all that hard work that 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 discipline. That's the most important thing. And well, that's the thing with Emilio, right? We haven't seen much of that, especially when it comes to being disciplined and marking your man. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's frustrating overall. But I mean, should we we should we already say that? Should we come into this game already saying okay, Monterrey probably has a goal already? Locked in for them, Dylan. I think so. Wow, really? It's gonna come from uh, um, from Mulata. Oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then we're gonna have a very interesting <laughs> podcast when once uh, we cover uh, the results and stuff. of that game. I mean, I just I don't know how to spin the whole defense. For America, it, it, there's no opti- optimistic way of viewing it, really. In, in reality, you kind of feel like we're at shambles here and going up against this team, against Monterrey. Chris, this might be, have to be a situation where the offense needs to be like, well, we got to score more goals because we know that we're most likely going to concede. I'm a little optimistic for this game. I don't know why. I do think we might be better defensively. I'm... It's good. Someone's going to get this recording and be like, look, bro, it's your fault because you jinxed us. You should have known better. <laughs> <laughs> I know AJ will bring it up anytime yeah, I jinx something. He will. <laughs> but, but I don't know. Like, I think I, it's, it's hard to say, but I do agree that the offense needs to just score no matter what. Like, because I've, I've seen, like, last year against Toluca, they blamed like Henry Martin and all these other players because they didn't score. And in my opinion, it's like, well, if your all your defense puts you in a bad position, how do you expect to like, oh, I'm just gonna go score? Well, this team already gets comfortable back and it makes everything more difficult, you know. But I agree. I, I do agree that, that the offense is just a start. It needs to click from the start. It can't be like Leon, where you make a couple subs and everything is better. It needs to click from the start. You know, and I, and I and I believe in our attackers. I I could see us winning this game. Okay, I like it. Well, let's hope we roll with that optimism going into the Azteca on Saturday. And um, well, with that, gentlemen, give me your predictions because I think it's gonna be interesting. The next kind of question I have lies where you guys have your predictions at hand. So, Chris, what is your prediction for Saturday? I'm gonna say two one, but I wanted to say three two. America, but I'm gonna say two okay. one. I don't, I don't think it'll be a a, a, whole a, a massive, massive goal fest. Yeah, I don't think okay. it'll be that. I think it'll be one of those things where the goalkeepers have their moments, but I think we end up scoring two. All right, Dylan. Uh, ten ten. Ten ten. <laughs> <laughs> Who scores them all? Um, Henry scores all ten. Wow, okay. that that's that, perfect. That, that clinches his golden boot right there. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, I will take a two on one. Two on win. I like it. I like it. 
Sorry, no clean sheet, Ivan. No, I know. I, I'm I'm not optimistic for a clean sheet at all this this game either. I mean, I was this for season. the other games. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe no. I think for the season we we could still grab a couple of clean sheets, but this game with Monterrey, the way that they've been playing, I mean, you, you just see, like I mentioned, a four nil thrashing against Cholos, where we barely were able to beat them two to one. So I just feel like this is a Monterrey side that knows how to score goals, and is an America side that knows how to concede goals. It's like they were born for each other in this sense. I'm just gonna, I'm going to go with a 3-2 victory for America. I, I feel like my heart will be racing and pounding throughout the whole game, but a victory is crucial. Although, I want to, you know, talk about the fact that you mentioned something particularly, Dylan. You said a draw here wouldn't be the end of the world. No, I, for for me, it wouldn't, but it it, w- it would still suck if that makes sense. Well, let me ask you this. No, is, you is can't ask me anything. Of, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it the end of the world if Chivas and Pachuca win who are underneath us? And we end up being in repechaje. And now our last three games are must win now. I mean, that's, well, that's, that's the tough thing. Like, you could argue they already must win, right? But yeah. now it's like I think the rest win, of the though. season. I think the rest of the season, regardless, is a must win. Yeah, I agree with that. But I but think, I think it's added pressure now. Yeah, and I think now that's when we start talking about Donald's job. Well, maybe it's too extreme, right? Because it's still repechaje. It really depends on how you do there, right? And we've also yeah. seen that when we go into league, yeah, it's not like this. Like, oh, we got the week off and we're gonna. Be rested and go all that. We, I guess Webla we did, but other than that, we had some very ugly uh, uh ligias, right? Like, yeah. is it possible that that? My bad if you hear my dad screaming in the background. <laughs> but uh, is it possible that it just gets very ugly? It, that there's a possibility, but I mean. I, I get what your perspective is, Dylan, that it's it's not the end. Well, it shouldn't be painted as the end of the world if you get a, a draw against Monterrey, right? Seeing that they're the league leaders, you're not doing, you haven't played your best football in the past week. This might be one of those games that, you know, you, you, you take a draw and say, okay, kudos. And on the other hand, I, I mean, when we first talked after the Pachuca game, we said uh, eight points was optimist was optimal for this America side, especially with the way that we were playing. We said with Dan Ortiz getting at least eight points, it was more than just ideal, right? At the moment, America has has gotten seven out of those points, out of those games. There's only one game left, the Monterrey. If they draw, that's the eight that we've kind of all came to that conclusion, that magical number. And now you sit here, Chris, and you're thinking to yourself, wow, that eight is probably not a good number. We needed more and we should be getting more, to be honest. And so now the question stands, you know, like like Chris put it out there, with this draw, getting those eight points from those four matches, sitting potentially in repechaje, now things don't pan out as good as we thought they were. So it has to be a must-win for America. It, I don't think a draw is suitable, not even to their perspective, I think. I think Dan Ortiz mm. knows it, and, and, and they know that there is this kind of dark looming figure over them if they do get a draw because 
I'm pretty sure it's going to be hashtag Fueratano yeah. if we start seeing the team regress in, in, in the league table. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. And, uh, and that's what it, that's what it will, will, will be. You know, I mean, I, I still stand by, you know, it's, it's not the necessarily the end of the world if it's a draw, but obviously this game is a must win. And, and like I said, the rest of the season is a must win because I mean, r- regardless, you look at the table and, and like Chris said, Pachuca and Chivas are like right there on, on America's heels. And, you know, it, it shouldn't have necessarily been that way. No, not at all. Chris. And I guess it also depends on your perspective of, of, um, Repechaje, right? Like, some of us might be bothered if America doesn't make it in top four. There's others, which I'm sure, like, Dylan might be like, okay, I'm okay with Repechay as long as we win. Win it. And and we win. Because, like, if we go Repechay and we win it all, like, it really didn't matter where we placed in the in the table, you know? So I guess it really depends on on, on how we end up doing in Repechay. I think it is a must win, but it also, like, the pressure, I guess, would come from the fact of your perspective of the Repechai. And what are you okay with being in Repechai? Well, I mean, the argument is there, right? Because America doesn't do so hot whenever we have a week off. I mean, look, I can give you a perfect example. Last week against Leon, we had a week off because of the international break. And look what happened, right? We were on a hot streak and all of a sudden we deflated. So, I mean, the argument's there and I, I, I can see why maybe a Repechai could, in theory, be a good thing. But the reality is you're America, right? And yes, I get it. At the end of the season, what matters is the end result, right? So if you're t- if if you win and you went into the lead into the repechaje as 12th spot, what does it matter? But the reality is that we have this high standard, this high, you know, image to keep up, right? Being America, being the biggest club in in Mexico and in in, in North America, that you don't have this privilege to say oh maybe we get into repechaje and kind of see where we're at and maybe we can win all these games get momentum it's like no the reality is we're america and if we're not finishing in first place and winning a title then it's a bust and since we're in fourth place we're still looking at it as ah, this might not be so great so it's it's a gift and a curse to be an americanista and and and, and to be part of this institution because there's there's a lot of you know a lot of high standards that need to be met and throughout the season that you're getting a peak of it right now what happens when you don't last season when america was flying high we didn't have these talks we didn't have these discussions they were different you know they were like how can we cement a a, a better form going into ligia now it's can we catch up to the rest of the party and can we find some form while we're doing it right and the last thing that america wants to do is be the catch-up party america always wants to be the leader never the follower Right. No, I definitely agree. Yeah, I agree with that too. But that'll be interesting. That is to say the least, because this is going to be a high intensity game. I I know we joked around and said it might end up as a 0-0, but I would be hugely shocked if that was the case, to be honest. So we'll see what happens, but uh, we'll give you guys covered and everything in regards. So head on over to our Twitter at EY podcast or our Instagram at EY podcast as well. And make sure you guys follow us to keep up to date with everything going on in the world of Las Aguilas de la America and all the great posts that we are doing over there and interacting with you guys. So thank you so much for all of you guys who are liking, retweeting, commenting, 
and most importantly, coming on to the live shows as well. We love it. We're glad that you guys are here and, and talking all things Guru America with us. So hopefully you guys are back next week as we discuss more and more. All right, gentlemen, anything else to add on before we kind of wrap up the show? No, I think good, brother. No, all good. I just, all right. I just got one thing. I want to call out Christian because he said he was going to join us. Right? He said he was going to join us late and he never made it. All right? So all of you guys, go go tweet at Christian and, and you know. Tell him that he's a Chivas fan for not making it. <laughs> That's, That's harsh. This is a harsh yeah, punishment. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh but no, just kidding. Shout out to Christian and AJ, our two representatives over there in the New York area. Always doing what they do. But um all right, well gentlemen, I just want to say thank you so much for coming out. Dylan, I know a lot of uh a lot of our listeners and a lot of our viewers were hoping to see you sometime soon and I'm glad that you were able to make their day. Yeah, always willing to make somebody's day. There you go. Chris. Highly, too. So. Yeah, very, very much. <laughs> Especially, uh, yeah, last podcast, I think it was AP Jr. How do you remember AP Jr., Dylan? Yeah. From yeah. our from our first days in, as the UI podcast, he's asking for you as well. And uh, you were in the comment section. You knew that already. Yeah, because yeah, I, I was like, where's AJ? I was like, where's AJ? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But uh, thank you, Chris. Hopefully, um, you're able to deal with the heat. Maybe turn on a little bit of the AC. It's not that bad right now, but we we know how, how bad it's gonna get once. Yeah, well, you know, every California's excuse to turn on the AC is just whenever it hits up to seventy two degrees. Or just drink a lot of water. <laughs> that too. That too. Uh, but all right then. Um, you guys have a wonderful day. You guys take care. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll be back next week to talk things all America in regards to that. Since take care, and as always. Arriba America. Good night, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen. 